Let's go to Genesis. How many of you are ready for God's word? Genesis, Genesis, Genesis. Last week was really good. Don't miss um, the month of February. Next week, I may start a new series, um, The Fatherhood of God. This month, I'm doing the love of God and Christ. This month, I'm doing sonship. So the, between now and March, there are lots of messages that uh, God has impressed in my spirit for this next season of, of the church. So I don't want you to miss the service. Glory to God. Glory to God. Genesis chapter number 38 from verse 25 to 30. Then we'll go to First Peter chapter number 1 to 23. 1 verse 23. Genesis 38 from verse 25 to 30. When she was brought forth, she sent to her father-in-law saying, By the man whose these are, I am with child. And she said, Discern, I pray thee, whose are these signet. This is the DNA test. The bracelet and the staff. Next verse. Next verse. And Judah acknowledged them and said she had been more righteous than I because that I have, I gave her not to Sheila, my son, and he knew her again. No more. Next verse. And it came to pass in the time of her travel that both, behold, twins were in her womb. Next verse. And it came to pass when she traveled that one put out his hand. And the midwife took and bound upon his hand a scarlet thread, saying, this came out first. And it came to pass as he drew back his hand. My God. Just felt something. And behold, his brother came out and she said, how has that broken for? Oh. I, I really need one service. First service, I can't exhaust. And the breach is upon thee. Therefore, his name was called Fares. And after what came out, his brother that had the scarlet thread upon his hand. And his name is called. My contemplation this morning is I'm breaking forth to much more. And what I want you to do, because this is extremely prophetic, I'm hoping I can finish it today or I'll finish it on Wednesday. I don't want you to preach to your neighbor first. I want you to tell yourself. And I want you to lean back down to the city of your soul and connect with the I amness that is within you. And then from there, declare I'm breaking forth to much more. Oh, 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 I don't like the way you said it. There was no conviction. One, two, three, go say, I am breaking forth to much more. Say it one more time. I am breaking forth to much more. Now look to your neighbor to your left and to your right and then tell them for me, I am breaking forth to much more. One more time. Say it again. I am breaking forth to much more. Send the kind of unction that makes teaching and preaching simple. Throw your weight in this building. Give me neighborness of mind, agile thought. So you give your people understanding. We leave this room breaking forth on every side. Unable to be stopped by any power of darkness. And hindrances from our society. 
in Jesus' matchless name and everybody said amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Don't nod your neighbor one more time say I'm breaking forth. Say it loud again I'm breaking forth. Say it again I am breaking forth. Let me start this morning by saying something I've said to you hearing before. All men were born equal until some became born again. All men were born equally until some became born again. So when we gave, when we came to the place where we accepted Jesus, we became born again, things changed. So when we be classmate, doesn't mean we are grace mate. Doesn't mean we are life mate. <laughs> but we are, we're just roommate doesn't mean we're housemate or neighbors doesn't mean we are in the same state. All men were born equally until some became born again. The most powerful of this born again set is the believer that knows he is born again. Is the believer that knows he is born again. Because you can be born again and do not really know that you are born again. It, it doesn't eliminate the truth that you are born again, but you do not really know that you are born again. My, the Bible says, my people, not the people of the world, my people are being destroyed for lack of of knowledge lack of knowledge of what lack of knowledge of who they are in Christ Jesus they do not know who they are like I was growing like I was saying this morning about children's church when we're growing up in children's church my parents will remind me all the time do you, do you know who you are do you know whose child you are do, everybody can misbehave but you can do that it can be okay for everybody to just jump around and do something silly. But because you know you're born again, you can do that. When you see a believer who's really born again and still behaves, still going after the pattern of this world, I think the biggest problem is that when they go after the pattern of this world, they don't even see the difference that they are now changed and shouldn't be in the pattern of this world. That's a deplorable state. That's decadence. That they can't tell that I'm born again. But so they keep going back to the default, the vomit. They keep going back there. Until better becomes your default, you always default to familiar. Until better becomes your default, you always default to familiar. You do not know that now I have the life of Christ in me. I can't be seen everywhere. I can't do everything. It is not in my nature anymore because I am born again. The problem is that they do not know that they are born again. Ask your neighbor, do you know that you are born again? Oh, come on, say it. Say, do you know that you... I hope you know going to church doesn't mean you're born again. That your mother is a pastor, your father is a pastor doesn't mean you're born again. That everybody in your family, um, Mr. Deacon, Deaconess, or maybe the devil doesn't mean you're born again. That you come from a place where everybody there just... We are ushers in church. You know, no, no. That your grandfather built that Muolenru Baptist Church doesn't make you born again. Born again is not inheritance. Born again is revelation. God doesn't do grandchildren. We are all children of God, sons of God. I am saved by the same way Sozo becomes saved. And I and Sozo are now children of God. Sozo is not a grandchild of God through the offspring of Pastor Flourish. No, no, no. <laughs> you see? So there will be a time when she will ask me for certain need. I will tell her, let's need her and ask our father. Because <laughs> the way she's going, I know. That the day, that day I want to buy there, I'll say, come, let's kneel down and ask our father together <laughs> he's just going to send it through me because you're not working yet but let's ask our father because both of us are now born again we don't understand this thing called born again that's why if i tell you a testimony that this brother just got a million dollar deal is breakthrough 
Everybody will shout. If I tell you that this sister just got born again, oh, because we think that the one billion naira deal is worth more than salvation. When the Bible says, what shall he profit a man if he gains the whole world? And so the soul of one man, the whole of the world is not worth. The soul of, that means if you sell the world and all his wealth, are you understanding me, sir? It's not worth the soul of one man. So born again is big deal. It's the biggest deal. But we play down on it as this, oh, hey, yeah, oh, hey, yeah, oh. No, 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 it's, it's God has entered into man. That's humanity and divinity now have union together. Are you understanding what I'm saying? That's what born again is. That means the person now has what we call the indestructible life. You understand what I'm saying? You have the life that cannot be destroyed. Ah, it's big deal. It's big. So every time we do altar call here and people come to give their life to Christ, come to accept Jesus into their heart rather, and I see some of you just clapping like, hey, uh, they finally came out. In my mind, I'm like, they still don't understand. The Bible says the heaven throws a party over one sinner that repents. Over one. Because born again is big deal. Tell a neighbor, born again is a big deal. And what gets you saved is the gospel. I told you that, showed you already, 1 Corinthians chapter 15. The gospel that you have heard by which you are saved. That's what makes you born again. And born again is not God with man. Born again is not God and man. Born again is man in God and God in man. Man in God and God in man. That means I carry God waka. God, he carry me waka. That is what born again is. I have his DNA. I have his spirit. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13. He has sealed me. He has marked me with his Holy Spirit. I'm born. I cannot be possessed anymore because I'm already possessed by the Father. And the Father and the demon cannot be squatting in the same body. You didn't hear what I said. I'm already born. but I, I, I'm already possessed. But a believer cannot be possessed. But a believer can be oppressed and obsessed. Obsession is a lack of revelation of who you are. So when they behave, you know that this one is oppression and obsession is there. And they quote it, they use scriptures to cover it. You are dealing with an addiction, but you find the scripture to just mix it around with. In CGC, the devil wants to destroy you. Don't do that. Are you listening to me? Say, have the indestructible life. No, I didn't hear you. Say, have the life that cannot be destroyed. And the biggest thing that religion does with salvation, it makes you feel that salvation can be terminated. So the teaching is you are saved but not safe. You, did, you didn't hear me. You are saved but not safe. So you, you are saved, yes, yeah, so, but you're not sure for you. You're not too sure. Salvation is the surest deal. Salvation is the surest deal. You are saved. And what has entered inside of you is indestructible. First Peter chapter 1 verse 23. My God. First Peter chapter 1 verse 23. Glory to God. Being born again, not of corruptible sperm, but of incorruptible, but the word of God which liveth and abideth for... Do you know the meaning of what you just read? The word of God which liveth and abideth. It's not just living and can No, it liveth and stays forever. Give me this in another translation. Glory to God. You have been born again, but not to a life that 
will quickly end. Your new life will last forever. Please, what is the meaning of forever? Hmm? Itana. What is okay, Titi Laila? What is the meaning of forever? Uh, we praise you from everlasting, everlasting to. It's one of the jokes we used to sing in church. How do you leave one everlasting to another everlasting? <laughs> you didn't think about it. I will praise you from everlasting, everlasting to. Uh, they didn't go to school. They would have known that. No, this thing I'm saying does not make sense. I will praise you forever. So if your new life would last forever. Why? Not because of your behavior. Because it comes from the eternal living word of God. The eternal father cannot give birth to temporary sons. The eternal father cannot give birth to temporary sons. And then you sing all the time, it must be permanent. It must be permanent. What the Lord has done for me. And you think it's your car. Is your car permanent? That car that's about to drop you on the road on your way back to church. Is that car permanent? You now think it's your house. Is your house permanent? Breaking news, it's not even your spouse. So what is the permanent? Let's discuss so Don't try me this morning. What is the permanent thing? It's salvation. So even spouse is not permanent. When we die, sometimes there's divorce. Is that what we are praying for? No. But I'm just saying, even that is not eternal. So when you sing, it must be permanent. What are you talking about? Money that comes today and disappears tomorrow. Beauty that fades away like this. But it must be permanent. Because only God is permanent. <sighs> God looks the same in all his throwback pictures. Oh, I give it, I need to give some you five seconds to, to God looks the same in all his throwback pictures. So only God and salvation in you is permanent. Every other thing is not permanent. Glory to God. Give me this in another translation. So I want, you, I want us to settle this first. I'm going somewhere with this. Next translation says, For through the eternal living word of God, you have been born again. And this seed that he planted within you can... Say it loud. Can never be... But we live... much more. I don't want to go to 25 because it's very terrible, but let's, let's leave this one first. So this seed that is in you is forever. Even you cannot terminate it. You don't have the power to terminate it. Now the seed gets you, you not get the seed. As it enters you, it holds you strong. That, that you are locked up. This is the eternality of our salvation. You know I'm born again. This thing is within me. So you don't spend time trying to protect the seed. 
you spend time letting the seed project itself I, i've preached you don't spend time trying to protect the seed you spend time letting the seed project itself because you're not trying to maintain salvation you're trying to express salvation Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You're not trying to maintain salvation. What you're doing is trying to express salvation. Tell anybody neighbor, it's in you. Express it. Say it's in you. Don't express your desires. Express your God design. Glory to God. This is the message. Give me the next message. Maybe a message. It says your new life is not like your old life. Your old bed came from mortal sperm. Your new bed comes from God's living word. Just think. A life conceived by God himself. That's what born again is. Because you ask people what is born again, they can't tell you. They have read, what is born again? Now that you have received the gospel, what does it mean? They can't express. This is one verse. Read it. That you have the life of God within you. Indestructible. Powerful. Are you listening to me? Say, I have the life of God within me. Come on, say, I have the love of God within me. E.W. Kenyon said something, Pastor Yemi, very powerful. He says a denomination is known by what it says about the new birth. That if you want to know a church, find out what they are talking about salvation. A denomination, E.W. Kenyon, a denomination is known by what it says about the new birth. That's how you know where you are. So when you enter a church setting, what do they say about salvation? It's not what they say about blessing. Not what they say about prosperity. What do they say about salvation? Shows you where the pastor is standing. Shows you the depth. Shows you the focus. Shows you the direction of where the church is. Not who's, how do we come into the into money. We need more money. Um, God will bless you. God will bless you. God, people are getting blessed. Who are not saved. Are you aware? So what should differentiate us cannot be money matters. Should be salvation matters. Eternal matters. Because that's what should differentiate. That means if you meet... If you meet a billionaire, let me not mention people's name that are not, not saved, and he stands before you, there must be something about you that is so powerful that is envying. What do you have? And then you begin to talk to him about joy, unspeakable, peace that passeth understanding, mercies that are new every morning, grace that is unfailing, power that is reliable. Those are the things his money cannot buy. But that's why we can't preach to rich people because we don't have a message for rich people. Even abroad, Nigerian churches are not around rich places. They go to the... Because there's something we can tell the fellow black man. When you see a billionaire who has... You see, in his house, there's Rolls Royce, Bugatti, there's Bentley, Maserati, and you see the house. What are you going to tell him? Sir... There's no prayer point. God bless you. God bless you. There's no prayer point. He's not believing God for anything. Good morning, sir. How's the family? How's your family? I just say to say hi. What are you what, what are you going to say to him? There's no prayer point. He's not believing God for anything. But guess what? He's not sleeping well at night. He doesn't have rest. 
I went to somewhere in my time to pray for somebody. Just driving into the house, PPC. If you see the flowers and the fountain, I said, enter, my body can't relax. <laughs> I said, see, see, see life, oh. See fountain. I just ah, ah. inside this Abuja like this. I don't, everybody just calm down. You know what I'm talking about. Are you the few the largest? I entered the house, the man said, I can't sleep. I said, you can't sleep here. Yeah, from the gate I was already sleeping. You cannot sleep here. That's when the Holy Ghost said to me, this thing we call peace is not a commodity, it's a personality. It's a prince. It's a person. Prince of peace. It's a principality within you. So you can be in the storm and still have peace. A perfect understanding. You'll be going through hell, but you have peace that puts it together. I said, oh God, from the ghetto, I don't collect to. I don't the young already, sir. Father, is there a guest house for me to stay? Say, sir, just sometimes I'm dealing with a lot. I can't sleep. You can't sleep here. That, that's what you see. So when you are selling the born again life, that's what we sell. Things that money cannot buy. Things that money cannot buy. The high that only the most high can give. That's so why you get drunk, you smoke, do crazy stuff, and you come back, regret everything you've done. Because this is the only hybrid. It comes from the high life. And it's hyper life. So I don't need to get drunk to get high. I just think about what he's done for me when he, they hung him high. And that gets me high. And then you get drunk in the spirit. The Bible says, do not be drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. So, that means change brands. Leave vodka, go to God car. Enter spirit. That's what we should. That means when you go out and people are drinking, you say, no, I don't do this anymore. I have something else that I do. But believers, we go there and drink more than the people who are unbelievers. Tomorrow you invite them to church and become an embarrassment to the church. Somebody sent me a picture of one, one daughter of mine. It was, it, I was ashamed. Well, if you correct them, you are judging me. You are judging me. Just, just, if you can't say amen, say out. And, because, and this is what makes the gospel tough. Because you are living a lifestyle... That is, end, that is contradictory to the faith that you claim. Now, God doesn't judge you. God sees you as righteous. That's the truth. But you are a hindrance to the message of the gospel. And your crown is waiting for you. If you can't say amen, say out. When the Bible says in Psalms, blessed is the man that standeth not in the way of sinner. What do you think he's talking about? You think it's Allen just standing in the way of sinner? He's saying when they want to see God, they see you, they, they see it distorted. They don't understand. Huh? I see these guys, they smoke it, they drink it. They, ah, tomorrow again, come to church, Jesus. The, don't put logic again. If I catch you, I will send you a DM. You are distorting the picture. You are standing in the way of sinners. They can't see clearly. So you even bring more of your type to church so we have more confused people. No, no, don't give me stress. No, 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 no. I will call you out. You know me. Don't do that. 
Don't put logic church. Put another church. Because we preach grace. They are going to target as that pastor who preaches grace. Touch your neighbor. Say, is pastor talking to you? It's not second service. It's come to first service too. Yes. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah, I know there are services, second service. I'm coming for them. And you know me, I, I maintain the same truth, the same energy on every issue. The way I would tell you all your sins are forgiven is the way I would call you out if you do something that misrepresents the gospel. This has nothing to do with you going to heaven or not. That's a gift. You are heaven bound. That's the difference between me and the DJs. I won't tell you because of that you are going to hell. You're not going to hell for that. But you may be sending people to hell. If you cannot clap, and maybe I'm talking to you. Check your neighbor if they are not clapping. They are the ones. They are, they are a suspect. That particular neighbor is the one I'm talking about. No, 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 no. This is not that place. You, you don't like me again? <laughs> like I can. But you see, you know why I'm doing this? If you come to LFC, you understand. I will give account. Every time I hold this mic here, I'm going to give account of the people that I did shepherd. Because there's a chief shepherd up there watching over me and say, are you going to gloss over this? Paul called, there was even a scripture where Paul called pastors out. I'm an apostle. That's my job. He called people out this by name. He came with, against Peter. I said, Peter, you had confusion here. So this is that place where the truth of God will be told to you. And I understand that we have a generation where if you correct them and teach them truth, you, have, you are judging them. Mental health. Mental health. I felt attack. I do this. The Bible says, whom the Lord loves. It chastises. It chastises, yes. Yeah. God will not shame you to change you, but doesn't mean that he won't change you at all. And he won't. You will come as you are, but you will not remain as you are. You will not remain as you are. You don't dare yet. You don't, you don't dare yet. Are you listening to me? Tell anybody's life is indestructible. Say express it. One more time. Say express it. Say this life is indestructible. This life of Christ in you is indestructible. Express it. Glory to God. Glory to this is why Paul was shouting, There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. And if any man be in Christ, he's a what? You are not a renovation, you are not a refurbishment, you are not an upgraded version. You're new, you've never existed, you're brand new. Second Corinthians 5 or 17. Give me this in another translation. Now we look inside, and what we see is that anyone united with the Messiah gets a fresh start. Is created new. The old life is gone. A new life emerges. Look at it. So pay attention to your new life. Give me this in the next translation. God, I don't have time. Now, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he has become an entirely new person. All that is related to the old order has what? I can't hear you. Has what? 
So why are you chasing the things that you have been vanished from? Are vanished from your life. You are creating it again. No. Behold, everything is fresh and new. Fresh life, new life. Fresh life, new life. I'm trying to show you what you have within you called salvation. This is the salvation plan within you. This is salvation within you. Glory to God. Come on, glory to God. I can hear glory to God. And what, um, what, what brings, you know this thing we say all the time that the revelation of Jesus brings, when Jesus is revealed, the believer is unveiled. It's not something you should play with. Can I also say to you that the prophetic word over your life, like supernatural overflow, is only activated when Jesus is revealed. Oh, did you hear what I said? So if God said to you, Tolani, Minister Samuel, I'm going to give you X, Y, Z this year. The unfolding of that prophetic word is activated when you see Jesus revealed. Because it is the revelation of Jesus that delivers all of God's blessings to you. Ooh. That's why the devil doesn't want you to see this revelation of Jesus. Because it's what unlocks. Let me show you something. John. Ooh. I missed something, so okay. second service. John chapter 1, verse 41 to 42. John 1, 41 to 42. He first finded his own brother, Simon, and said unto him, we have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted as what? The Christ. See what Jesus, and he brought him to Jesus. Jared, come. He brought him to Jesus, and he said, thou art Simon, the son of, of Jonah, thou shalt be called. That means they will call you. That's the prophet. Oh, somebody got it. That's the prophetic word. You will be called Cephas, which is interpreted a stone. That means they will call you Peter. You are not called Peter yet. They will call you blessed. They will call you healed. They will call you the billion flow. They will call you all of that. That was a prophetic word to Peter. Matthew chapter 16. Jesus answered, give me from verse from verse 16, from verse 16, from verse 16, Matthew 16, 16. And Simon Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, revelation of Jesus. Then Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto you, but my Father which is in heaven next verse and I say unto thee thou art Peter not thou shalt be called Peter but because you have seen me your manifestation is now every time Jesus is revealed you come into the manifestation of every word that's why every morning is good to be at a logic church because we may not name your miracle but when Jesus is revealed, 
something shifts in the room things that were dead jumps back to life contract ignored receives attention financial release is activated whose word is this this morning so thank you Jesus give me that scripture in the message oh I love it so good so you will but now that you have seen me so revelation compresses time revelation brings the future to your now so it's not going to be tomorrow once Jesus is revealed ah, he's activated sit he says Jesus came back God bless you Simon son of Jonah you didn't get this answer out of the books or from teachers my father in heaven God himself tell you let you in on this secret that means Peter you're not sharp like this they show you this one you're not a man you're not a fisherman you know understand what you talk he said my father let you in on this secret of who I really am watch this and now I'm going who I'm going to tell you who you are really are you are Peter a rock this is the rock on which I will build together my church the gates of hell will not prevail so once you see who Jesus really is you are unveiled to who you really are so stay out of revelation you stay out of unveiling so do you have a prophetic word over your life look for revelation but you think you need a lot of prayer meeting to bring it to pass just get Jesus to be revealed the more once he's revealed it will compress that time you come into full manifestation glory to God and I sense somebody's coming to full manifestation oh I'm talking full manifestation I said full manifestation of the glory of God of the glory of God your life will not be an embarrassment that thing in you that is self-destruct is deactivated right now in the name of Jesus sit 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 who you are and the reason this cannot end is the infinite dimension of God much more no matter how much you've seen of God there is much more that's the beautiful they know they see God finish they know they see God finish because you have the life of Christ within you your life of Christ in your first birth you were born to Adam's cause in your last birth you were born to Christ's blessings in your first birth that was natural by your human parents your last birth is supernatural by Abba in your first birth the immediately you were born you start decaying in your last birth you were born into newness of life in your first birth you were a living soul in your last birth you were a quickening spirit in your first birth your DNA is Adam in your last birth your DNA is Christ so something changed are you listening to me something really changed I don't have time to deal with this but there's the much more oh God I don't have time there's much more dimension much more I think the pastors dealt with that last week but let me show you something in Romans Romans chapter 8 5 verse 9 to 8 it says but God commended his love towards us in that was we yet seen that Jesus died for us next verse somebody say much more then being now 
justified by the blood we are saved from his somebody say much more next verse next verse Romans chapter 5 verse 10 it says let's read it one two three go for if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his somebody say much more so everything about this new life is much more ah God said to tell somebody here yeah, you haven't started living you're here it says you haven't started living that's because you don't understand the much more dimension you know much more does not respect age let me show you. When much more came to Abraham, he became productive. So I don't care the age that you think you are. Say, no, maybe my time has passed. With much more, every time is your time. With much more, every year is your year. I don't know who you are. You Don't close that book you haven't started living. Oh my God. Don't shut that thing you haven't started living. When much more comes into your life, your life has started. Morning is when you wake up. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Joy starts when you wake up. If you wake up for 11.30 a.m., your morning just started. So it's not too late. I heard it is not too late. This is your morning. Somebody say much more. Give me the next scripture. But not as the offense also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one man many be dead. What's the next word there? Next scripture. Glory to God. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one. What do you see next again? Go to the next scripture. Glory to God. However, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace did what? Somebody say much more. I'm breaking forth to much more. 2 Corinthians 3 verse 9. If the administration of domination be glory, next in his what? Are you seeing the much more? I've shown you over six scriptures of much more, much more, much more. Breaking news, people, public service announcement. God does not have the capacity to do anything small. Oh, 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 you didn't hear me. God has never done anything small. Lavished is what you will see. Bestowed is what you will see. God abundantly is what you will see. God does not have the capacity to do anything small. Uh, somebody was talking about your house ah, Victor's house is so I said I love it his house is big old. are you sure Victor I said I love it because when you give God that kind of task that's what God likes oh you didn't hear me just don't build for today build something that in 20 listen to me breaking news you see our church we'll take our time and I will do it well uh, someone was saying where this drawing is the Rolls Royce version I said is anyone higher than the Rolls Royce version. Because the God that I serve is much more God. Oh, uh, church, I don't have time. See, the limitation is never God is you. The limitation is never God is you. God does not have the capacity to do anything small. He has never done it. You can have something small. That's all God needs to do much more. Second service, we get this. You, you may have something small, but that's all God needs to do much more. Because God does not need much more to do much more. Grace can do with less what works can do with more. Are you listening to me? So God doesn't need much more from you to do much more. God just needs stone. David, what do you have in your hand? Bread and fish. Young man, what do you have in your hand? Woman, what do you have in your house? A bottle of oil. What do you have? I'm just a fashion entrepreneur. I just sell this. I just do that. I'm into this. So when we talk about much more, there's something in you that says, this is for people in real estate. This is for people in oil and gas. 
that. This is for people in the government. It's not so you count yourself out of much more. Breaking news, people of God. God doesn't need much more to do much more. God just needs something that you have in your hand to do much more. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. There is somebody in this house. God is going to take your stone like David and bring down the Goliath. There's somebody in this house. You just have your your lunch box, bread and fish. God is saying, that's all I need to feed the multitude. There is a woman in this house who just has a cruise of oil. I just have small oil and that's all I've got. They're saying, that's good enough for me. If you can get into my hands, whoa, little becomes abundantly when it comes into the hand of the one we call much more. Tell your neighbor, get ready for much more. Sit, 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 sit. So get ready for much more. God doesn't have the capacity to do anything small. He's a much more God. I'll deal with this on Wednesday the more I got around. It's much more. You know Paul even had a problem in Ephesians? I have to deal with this. You came to first service, you deserve this. Let me give you this. Good. Yeah. Paul had a problem with this in Ephesians. Paul was trying to describe this thing. Ephesians is one of those scriptures that Paul used tautology. See, he exhausted, he explained, 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 explained. He says he's able to do exceeding abundantly. Those are three adjectives. That's three exceeding abundantly far and above. He's trying to, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7. Let's do Bible study. I, I told you what to highlight. Ephesians 1. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to what? Oh, I can't hear you. According to what? Watch this. So when Paul said this riches of his grace, he now got to, to the next chapter. I said, oh, maybe I forgot something. I didn't say it well. Let me say it well. That in the ages to come, he might show the what? So keep it, keep it. Verse 1, chapter 1, he says, the riches of his grace. When he got to chapter 2, he said, ah, that thing I said in chapter 1, I didn't say it well. Oh. It's not, they, no, no, they will not understand me. So, he, you, you, know, you, you know, English is not the primary expression of the Bible. Oh, so you can't do Bible definition through dictionary. You do it through studying of the Bible. So there are words in the Bible that you cannot, dictionary does not explain accurately. So you need the Greek Hooper Baloo, the power that exceeds his target. You wanted to build one house, now you're building estates. Somebody catch it quickly. Catch it. You wanted to buy a car, now you're gifting cars. You wanted to direct somebody, but God is giving you full production. Much more. Some of you, you are doing the wrong thing. The wrong thing is that you have limited God in what you are doing. And God is saying, step out of this bottom pot and come into deep waters and watch me do much more. Until you step out of that place to deep, you won't see much more. So much more is not a function of how we preach it, it's how you are willing to take it. How you are willing to take it. Are you listening to me? So, this is exceeding riches. Let's go to chapter 3. Unto whom I'm less than the least of all saints and this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles. What? This is where he stopped. So let's end it as the unsearchable. First one, the riches of it. Second. Third one. Save yourself. 
So it is how you can receive that you receive the riches. The riches doesn't have problem. But if you decide to stay in the place, listen, musicians, listen to me. Move out of just doing something by the side, go into mainstream, go into production. Whatever you're doing, find where the money is, go there, do it. People who are doing it don't have two heads. People in entertainment, go into production. Acting is the bottom part of the stuff. You get the crumbs. God wants to give you the table, the kitchen, the bakery. But until you come into that place, you have put a limitation on yourself. Oh. Oh, are you listening to me? You, you, you are a testimony to it. You cannot receive much more from where you are. So the problem is not the anointing, it's your limitation. You like crumbs. It makes you feel good. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking to some people. You like crumbs. It makes you feel, you're comfortable with crumbs. And God is not going to force it on you. So when the Bible says, her container got filled up, the oil stayed. It didn't stop. It stayed. If that woman was sharp, if we're not bringing, if we're not big, black, black Maria, 33,000 liters. Are you listening to me? Some say I'm ready for much more. Say I'm ready for much more. Because salvation is not a cappella. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 9. There are many things that accompany salvation. So salvation comes with the strings of healing. Comes with the drums of victory. It's a full package. Comes with the trumpet of deliverance. Are you listening to me? Comes with the court progression of progress. That's what salvation. Comes with the base of advancing. It comes with all the full orchestra of God's grace. That's what salvation is. So I'm ready for much more. I don't know about I'm ready for much more. So I had one meeting, they called me, and somebody was trying to reduce the, I just said, no, my speed, because guess what? That's how you stop God. What is the best we can get from that place? If we can build high, what is the government approval to get to the highest place we can build to? Let us deck it, keep it, the enter, we'll keep building on top of it. Once you put a roof on it, you put a limitation on it. I'm, preach, I'm really preaching to some people here. Once you put a roof on it, you put a limitation on it. Are you listening to me, Borenike? General, can you hear me? Once you put a roof on it, you put a limitation on it. Let's get the highest. Leave it like that. Keep capacity for much more. Tomorrow, somebody will give an approval. You can go XYZ floor. Then we go again higher. But the best we can get from it will do it. Yes, because guess what? That's how God works, much more. Because we build something caricature just to enter. Well, what we have said is that we serve a caricature God. God forbid the bad thing. I don't even look like that. That's the pastor of the logic, not the logic. Movement of God in Christ, not the love of God in Christ. Are you listening to me? Tell your neighbor, don't, what I'm begging you to do today, don't put a limitation. Don't put a limitation. I'm begging you. I can kneel to beg you. Don't put a limitation. What is coming is heavy. Stop looking at the economy. Look at your God. I'm talking to you. What is coming is heavy. Stop putting a limitation on this. Stop limiting God. If I can just, if I can just, if I just get this, if I, no! I deserve all. I'm getting all. Somebody said amen. I go to our text this morning. I need to close. Wish I had time. We'll discuss this on Wednesday. Our text this morning is a man, an interesting figure in scripture. His name is Judah. Judah married Shua. And Shua had three sons, Er, Onan, and Shelah. 
Judah went and took a wife for her, his first son. The name of this babe is Tamar. So Tamar married her, who is Judah's first son. Tamar and this son, eh, after a while, eh, died. So when her died, according to custom, Onan will now come to marry Tamar to produce son for her. This Onan became the first the general overseer of the pullout game. I saw it in the Bible. Don't look at me like that. Fight the book. So Onan, when they were doing the do, when it was time to spill, he would pull out. That's your Bible. He would spill it on the ground. They say God killed him. We know better that he's not God. Yeah, deity killed him. Let me show you something. God said to me, I am not in support of any system, church system, that just excites the people without empowering them. So, Onan died too. So, watch this. Oga had three sons. His home video, a full Nollywood African magic. Eh, has gone with his Tama. Onan now went to marry Tama. Onan died. So the last one, Oga said, please, bring my son first. He never reached to die. No, this one, I beg. No, no. No, can't they go to your papa's house? You don't key <laughs> two for inside. <laughs> go to your, go, come and be going first. The, go and do Sila with Sheila. They there. Don't do Sila. This is my only son, Sheila. Wait first. Go. When you grow up, and maybe this thing when they worry you don't leave you, we'll discuss. So Tamar went back to the father's house. This Tamar was there. Judah now lost his wife. Stay with me. I'm telling you full Bible. So you don't read the Bible. I don't know why you don't read the Bible. There's Gisdel. Gisdel. This one has series, so now they tell you like this, so. I'm telling you, so Judah now, wife, don't buy. Don't buy. One day now, Judah don't they go one road like that. I'm not saying it's lucky phase one in the nine two. I'm saying it's a particular road like that that Judah. Tama now heard that ah, your father-in-law, your mother-in-law is dead. Now your father-in-law is lonely. He's doing lonely at the top on one road there. So. So Tama now said, hey, where are you? Okay, so Tama got into a particular dress code. And let me say this to all my, all the ladies stand. Quickly. Quickly. Except you're calling yourself a man. Stand. And I understand that there are women who have that tendencies. Listen to me. Never, never. Ladies alone, not men. Ladies, I've seen a man. Okay. <laughs> Listen to me. Your father is the king of kings. What I'm saying to you is that you are a princess. Go and check history. Royalty don't dress certain ways. It doesn't matter the red carpet event. Because that's the excuse they give to me. 
I just dress to fit the event. No. Say it with your full chest that you want to dress like a prostitute. Don't come through corners. There is a cloth that when you dress, no matter how fashion okay it is, you look like a prostitute. God will not call you a prostitute, but men will see you as a prostitute. Bible. I want to remind you of who you are. You are a princess. So even if it's a walkway, remember, you'll never catch any princess. Not uh, the ones I brought. Like, uh, you will not catch them. Dressed in a certain way. Says, no, there's a way they carry themselves elegantly. With, res- with, with swag. So pleased was first lady's dinner. All the ladies, I'm like, yes. You're not globalizing what should be privatized. And you know your body, but you're not tight. The one that is tight, like two handkerchief. And you say, no, I'm doing it to the clean out. You are doing it with a dirty mind. Somebody needs to tell you the truth, and it has to be me. You are a princess, and I and I demand as your father in the Lord that you carry yourself as one. I demand that you carry because that's what God demands of you that you carry yourself as one. That every every time they see you. Like the elegance, the way she dresses. I'm not saying go and wear something that will make you look like a masquerade. That's not what I'm saying. You don't have to globalize what should be privatized to look good because it's a runway. Run away from that runway. You may, thank you. God bless you. The way to trust that you, the people around will not be able to concentrate on the word of God. So she wore, let me go back to my story. Sorry. It's the part of a pastor. There's correction, there's reproof, there's exhortation. I won't leave one. And you know you maintain the same energy on every subject. That's the truth. But you're a princess. So there's a way you can, when you come and say, that babe, she's, there's a way you, you portray yourself, not that you, no, you're not from the gutter. You're from the palace. And you're in Christ. Are you listening to me? So you should have palace behavior. That's why if people from palace do it, it will trend. Get, yes, the king's child or daughter in club just doing something stupid. It will hit the news. Why? It's not palace behavior. There you compare yourself. Hey, are we not? Uh, uh, the Bible did not say this. Are you plain? It's not palace behavior. And your father is the king of the universe. We, we can all do better. So Tama, oh God, I don't have time. Tama comes through that road and met Judah. Who Judah who was in distress. And in the streets. And saw a lady with street dress code. And street sense. And said, okay, you know what? Let's do the do. She said, Alpha. Where my money? He says, I don't have money. And I say, no problem. That's even good. Give me your ring. Give me your bracelet. Because he says, I will send you a flock. I don't have time. I will send you a sacrifice. An atonement. See, but before that one, come, give me your ring. Give me your bracelet. Give me your staff. Make a whole and strong. Men, men, once, once blood flow to a certain place, you don't have sense. At that point, you say, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, take, 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 take. Take Nigeria, take. What do you want? Take everything, take, take. So you will find politicians behaving like just in, behaving anyhow because they don't know who they are. Excellency, there's nothing excellent about you. So take. So the so she took all of these things and went back home. And let's say she calculated. Then they now sent to Judah that your daughter-in-law Tamar is pregnant. I said, What? What? How dare you can't take it anymore? Bring her, deal with her. Who is the father? Thomas said they call me, I they come. Thomas so come. Who is the father of this baby? Thomas say, wait, oh, I don't really know who be the father, but I will show you some things if you recognize them, perhaps. And she brought the ring and then brought the bracelets and then brought the staff the ring finance prosperity because you shop with your ring your signature ring your signature then brought the bracelet that's a sign of family bond then gave the staff the authority of the Holy Ghost all of this sign God gave to us as evidence. Ah! And brought it before the man. He said, Ah, this matter don't it don't change. You are more righteous than I am. Because he knew that he was the guy who did the doing. The do. And that's a different conversation because that's not my message. But in a womb. The Bible says they had two boys, the time of birth. And one, during the time of labor, stretched forth his hands first. They show himself, walks. Show his hands first, walks. The, the nurse quickly tied scarlet rope on his hands and said, okay, this is the first. But as they did look out, as they were watching, that guy went inside. Another person came out to the head first. Because if you've ever been in a labor room, you don't come out with your hand first. You come out with the head first. And Christ is the head of the church. And so he came out with the head first. And the nurse said, how? And it came to pass, he drew his hands. And behold, the brother came out and she said, How has thou broken forth? Says, This breach is upon thee. The Bible is sweet. How did you? How did you build your house? How did you settle like that? How did you get the land? Who gave you that property? The breach is upon you. That's somebody's word this morning. The breach is upon you. Therefore, his name is called Fares because he broke forth. Somebody had the hand first, but God is saying, get ready for much more. 
Oh, come on. This is somebody's prophetic word for 2024. I don't know who went ahead of you last year. I don't know who ruled last year. But guess what? The bridge is upon you. Get ready for your breaking forth. I said, get ready for your breaking forth. You are breaking forth to much more. I said, you are breaking forth to much more. You are breaking forth to much more. God is about to exceed your expectations. You are breaking forth to much more. If this is your word, shout amen, somebody. See, I'm done. This is my word for you. I want to announce to you that in 2024, there may be people who have gone ahead of you. Don't be intimidated. Because the speed is coming. Now they've tagged him as the first. It doesn't matter who they've tagged now. I'm speaking prophetically to somebody. It doesn't matter who has the tag now as the manager. It doesn't matter who has the tag now as the manager. God is sending the breaches upon you. I don't know who has the title right now. That is ahead of you. But God is saying, give me some time. This year, 2024, you would blink and you are in that same office. And you're wondering, how did I get here? But God wants me to just send you the memo ahead of time. Get ready to break forth to much more. God is about to exceed your expectations. God is about to exceed your expectation. Because the anointing for much more is on your life. The anointing for much more is on your life. The anointing for much more is on your life. Get ready for much more. Get ready for much more. The speed with which you would run this year, it will be the speed of God. It will be the speed of the Spirit. It will make sense to people around you. How did you, how, how is it that thou has found it so quickly? Your testimony, the Lord, your God brought it to me. The Lord, your God. That's what happened. That's what happened. It was not the child's doing. There was something supernatural. One stretched forth his hands first. It's not by hand. I know they are showing their hand right now. Because hand is a sign of man trying to manipulate some things. Don't try to manipulate it. Don't try to, no, 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 don't fix it. Just stay where you are. Or put your head, get ready. And who's your head? Christ. Get your head ready. Put your head in position because your head is Christ. Because the, the breach is upon you. Somebody you're about to run. And the speed is coming on your life. And you would exceed many people's expectation. Because the grace of God is released upon your life. Can I take the next two seconds or 20 seconds to prophesy to you? Yes, indeed. It won't be long now. God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast. Your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. And everywhere you look. Blessings. Blessings. The bridge is upon you. The bridge is upon you. It's upon you. I saw it in London. I saw it in London. Places where they said no, there was no space. God created it things that people thought no it's over God gave me space I'm telling you get ready to break forth to much more give me Ephesians 3.20 TPT I want us to read that give our offerings and then we close get ready for much more I'm breaking forth to much more tell your neighbor I'm breaking forth to much more 
Say it again, I'm breaking forth to much more. Say it loud, I'm breaking forth to much more. Shout it again, I'm breaking forth to much more. Let's read this one, two, three, go. Never doubt God's mighty power to walk in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream and exceed your widest imagination. He will outdo them all for his miraculous power. You're breaking forth to much more. I said you're breaking forth to much more. Come on, clap your hands, church. Give God praise. Come on, give God praise.